Hey people, it was another crazy busy week. Um, I know I keep saying that, but it's just so true. I mean, from Monday to Friday, it goes by in a snap and I'm just exhausted mentally and physically. And yet there's still so much work to do that I can't stop, you know, and even Right now, I'm squeezing in this podcast because I just kind of needed a mental break from all the schoolwork that, I, that I've been doing. So there's some really good stories this week that I wanted to share with you. So Monday's class, this is a class I actually really enjoy. This is the one with the flipped classroom. We start off the class doing an assignment where beforehand we had to submit a photo um, with no captions of what are we not going to take for granted once the pandemic is over? You know, once things go quote unquote back to normal. So what I did was I just like Googled, you know, a vector image of, you know, someone hugging someone else. So I was like, um, I'm definitely not take for granted hugs, you know, especially in this day of social distancing where you, you know, not, really supposed to be in close contact with someone and you know that includes shaking hands or and and definitely giving hugs you know like um me giving my grandma a hug or seeing a friend i haven't seen for months or even over a year you know i just want to give them a hug not gonna lie we do it anyway but it comes with that caution you know in your head that because we're all aware of covid um so for the assignment we have to break into groups into breakout rooms and we have to share a Google slide provided by the professor. And in each group, we have our own slide. And our task for the first part is individually, even though we're broken in groups, we need to group these photos together. However we decide to do it, we just need to do it. Okay, so we have a few minutes to do that. So I do mine and I, you know, in the short amount of time and thinking quickly, I break it up into travel, school, large gatherings, closeness. That's where my hugs went into um, going out and um, frontline workers. Okay, so then we come back into the main room and they're like, you know, can you do you think you could recategorize these photos um, differently? And I was like, I mean, not really, because I was really trying to figure out, you know, how to do this in the first place. But she's like, I want you to try this time. okay?" and I was like, here we go again here. She's probably going to blow my mind again. Right. So now there is something called a a two by two um, analysis or synthesis. So it's basically four blocks put together and then it breaks into four quadrants and then you have to um label your x and y axis on each side and then you then put the photos in each quadrant that you feel it is so for the second one it's outdoors indoors top and bottom and then left to right is stillness and movement um respectively so i was like oh okay so same exact photos as a group now um me and two other members um needed to work together to now regroup these photos into um, an appropriate quadrant. Um, When we come back to the main room, you know, it was really interesting because I think we all, you know, grouped them 
by what the content of the pictures is. You know, like I said, travel, school, frontline workers, closeness. But now that we're only confined to four options, which is outdoors, indoors, and then stillness and movement, um, you know, that's just a different way of thinking about it. You know, this is another theme, right? Like the, that last time I told you about thinking differently. So it was yet another way of thinking differently in terms of the data, right? And in, and in this instance, the data is photos. So that was really interesting. So now we come back to the main room. We're like, oh, can you do it again? I was just like, really? I mean, the creative well here is getting like hella dry. <laughs> so she's like, okay, now I want you to go back into groups, same exact photos again. And now I want you to choose your quadrants now. So it actually, the difficult part for this section was naming the quadrants. Like what else can we divide this group into you know with the first round was indoors outdoors and stillness and movement our group thought of crowds and then intimate like you know the opposite of like groups and then people and objects so I thought that was really good I think we had it something different before but then one of the quadrants didn't make sense so um, this is what we came up with and and it was definitely another way of looking at the data because then we kind of have to just quickly analyze you know what do you think the data is telling you and i think what we came up with is a lot of people submitted photos where there's a lot of people right or that one there's people involved and two um there's more than you know a small group of people like it's it's a lot of people in each photo you know um you know at least three or four people at the most and then there's like a bunch of people at at the highest amount so um, that was really interesting, but it was yet another exercise into thinking differently and viewing data differently. And what I really appreciated about that was these are the kinds of, and I want to say creative thinking, but just um, very analytical thinking that we're going to need when we do research is not just thinking so one dimensionally. So to me, I kind of thought of it as it's not about just thinking outside the box. It's about thinking outside the box, turning it on its side, kicking it in the dirt a few feet, and then taking a look at it from outside the box. So it's been really interesting. And if, if I haven't talked about it before, I feel like it was it kind of came to mind this week because it really was a hard week. I think it felt a little midterm ish. And I think because one of my classes, we are in midterms in terms of the semester is only 10 weeks long for this class. And um, this is week six. So um, we are over the halfway point. My other class, I think we're about to usher into the, the second biggest phase of this project-based course. So I think it was a real turning point or, you know, the end of one phase and the starting of, an of another. This week had a lot of presentations. So we had to do a group presentation for the first time. So we had to lay up um, slides and then record it. And the fun slash terrible part, depending on how you look at it, was we had to do a peer review. And I did a peer review for my Wednesdays class, and that was all in text. 
I mean, so is this one, but um, we had to read each other's abstracts and and review it. And I thought it was very constructive and respectful. Now, let's see where I'm getting at with this. For this class, our professor um, gathered all of our videos into this Dropbox replay. It's so new that it's not even in beta, it's in alpha. And it's basically, I guess, a way to comment at a certain timestamp. So you can marker a specific point in the video to then make your comment on that specific item at that timestamp. We had to do peer review synchronously in class. So we went into breakout rooms in our own groups and she had a table for us of in what order are we going to watch and review our classmates video. The t first of all, the table in question was a shared table and it was only meant for links. Okay. It's my professor's document. It's not a document that we copy and use. It's literally just for links. Okay. So here is anonymous dingo. Um, cause you know how on Google, if you don't sign in, um, they give you like names of anonymous fill in the blank. So anonymous dingo takes it upon himself. That's right. I said him, um, to, like quote unquote fix the table i guess and when i mean fix i mean stylize and when i mean stylize i mean something that was not needed and like i said we're only here for links anyway you could see him like trying to make heteros and like shadowing in the boxes and then you know making a thicker border around and in my head i was just like what is anonymous dingo doing? This is not your file. This is our professor's file. And um, what does it matter what it looks like? We're only using it for links. Like if I was a professor, I'd be like, excuse you, anonymous dingo. What are you doing? Stop touching my shit. Anyway, I'm almost certain I know who did it, but um, I'm not going to name names, but you know who you are and a story on that later. We start and... I can, because I listen to audiobooks, I was able to listen to it at 1.5 speed. So I was completing it faster than my group mate. So I had some time, you know, at the very end after we watched all the videos, I was like, oh, we should probably look at the comments on our video now so that we could take it and then know what kind of changes to make. So I open up our video and the very first comment on there was like from our title slide was like something to the effect of like the look of your slides is so plain i was immediately uninterested or something like that and i was like fucking bitch you know what we have receipts okay we had to log in with our name so i know exactly who that was and you know what that bitch knows who she is too okay so i did not appreciate that because you know there's different ways to get to the same point and her second sentence was like, oh, maybe you should think about, you know, sprucing up your slides. And that comment alone would have been just fine, you know, something like that. But to add a commentary like I saw your slides and I was like immediately uninterested is just like not not constructive and not here or there you know what i mean and i also just want to preface that i wasn't in charge of the slides my partner was and he was fucking pissed 
which made me laugh a little because and he's like did you think there was something wrong with it and i'm like no if i it honestly for real if i did i would have said something but i was here for content only like this is not a big presentation this is just a presentation assignment but because it had to be a group presentation it was more collaborative like this is not our first time turning in a video presentation we've just always done it um solo just on our own but this was the first time we had to do it as a group so you know it required a lot more collaboration like doing the slides together and setting up a meeting time so we can record it together you know and how we divided it up was I will help him with the content he just needs to lay it up on slides and I will take care of the video like recording it and then editing it um, as needed and I'll post it to the site like that's how we divvied up the um, labor so for actually another person came on and, and commented that our slides was pretty vanilla so oh my god he was so fucking pissed of those comments because to me it's like if like a singer on American Idol and you don't have anything to say about their singing. So you commented on their wardrobe. And I feel like that's the same thing here. Like they had no comments on the actual content of our presentation that they attacked our creativity of slides. <laughs> so we're like, I'm not going to take that much offense to it because they clearly had nothing else to talk about in terms of giving us actual feedback on our content that they had to comment on our slides. We're like, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was that kind of presentation. So we just kind of had a laugh at the end of class. And I was telling, I think this, you know, bonded us closer together because we were just kind of commiserating on our fucking classmates who are douchebags <laughs> for, you know, not being constructive and not being on target of what our um, the feedback was supposed to be. So, yeah, I we're so the joke now is, um, you know, making sure our slides are not vanilla. And and the second time around, they're not. I, I suggested to my partner, oh, you know, you want to download like templates, you know, and so to make your life easier because, you know, he, he did say he does have a graphic design background. So he was kind of like, oh, OK, they want me to bring it next time. They don't even know what they're asking for. OK, like I'm going to bring it. <laughs> Like, bruh, bruh, hang on. This is not even our final project. Like, don't give away the farm. Um, you know, just like, just chill, man. It's okay. It's okay. You know, and I think I get that he would take more offense to it because he was in charge of our slides. And, and so, you know, I, I don't think I took it to heart as hard as he did. I do t t take it to heart in the generality that they commented on something so petty instead of the actual content that we needed to um, give feedback on but you know that kind of that really kind of um, set the tone for the week I think what made it so busy was I had yet another presentation on Wednesday the Wednesday presentation was for our conference so since week one up until last week um, we were working in groups to present a topic uh, as if we were going to give it as a presentation at a conference. And so here was the actual presentation. And our professor was like, you know, treat it like it's a dry run of a conference presentation. So it was a culmination 
a very collaborative group work that we've been doing for the past five to six weeks. And I think I mentioned it in previous podcasts where it was kind of done ass backwards and we didn't know what we were doing. But finally this week, because we actually had to present and we got peer feedback of what our abstract was going to be, it finally clicked. But then we realized we only had, you know, six days to pull it off. So for this one, we did the divide and conquer method. I took the first third and then the other two took the last two thirds. And we set up a meeting on Tuesday evening to do a dry run. And then we were ready to go on Wednesday. So that's what made the week so busy was our Monday class had to start a new project of a second iteration of our project, which meant doing interviews. So I had to schedule in two interviews for participants, then schedule in this dry run meeting with my other class. Then I saw the other class and then I started to do meetings again to come together and record our video for this class on Monday. So it was an extremely busy week. I was very exhausted by Thursday night that I just had to rest. And I, I, I knew I was going to set myself back on homework, but I was like, you know, I'm not, I don't say I wasn't feeling well. I just, was feeling very tired and I think I just needed a mental and and physical break. So I did that and I felt better on Friday because yet again, I had another meeting and and had to record. So I'm glad I did that on Thursday to just stop and take a break because I think it was all just getting too much and just three very long yet fast days, if that makes any sense. Anyway, the Wednesday class, we want we wanted to volunteer to go first. Okay. And I like to go, I like to be one of the first people because I think there are other people more amazing than us. And I'm pretty sure their presentation was, um, could be better than us. So I'd rather not have to follow that. And I'd rather set the bar and maybe the bar is not set that high, but Hey, at least I did it first. I, and I just like to get it over it so then I can relax for the rest of the class or the rest of the time because when you have to wait you're still waiting and then you start getting antsy and then you you know the adrenaline's going or you start getting nervous or all that kind of stuff and i'd rather not have that feeling and i just rather have that that kind of sigh of relief that i'm done and now i can just like chill however when class came i tried to ask my professor that we volunteer to go first but she was like oh i've already made the presentation order and when she so showed the slide, we were actually going last. But I mean, to put it into context, there's only three groups because my cohort is of nine people. So three groups of three. And she just did it in reverse order of our group names. So we ended up going last. Now, OK, what happened was we were supposed to only take 20 minutes because conference presentations usually take 20 minutes. So the rule is we present for 15 minutes and leave five minutes for Q&A. Okay, that makes 20 minutes. The first group took 50, five, zero minutes to present and Q&A. Okay, so class starts at five o'clock. You know, just to get situated, it was 5.05. They started at 5.05. They finished at 5.55. And so at that point, we would probably, we would usually take a break around six o'clock, but my professor's like, we're, we're kind of falling behind, so let's just go straight into the second group. Okay, fine. The second group, went a little faster in terms of presentation, 
but I think got held up in Q&A. So they were done at 630. What is what does that make it? 35 minutes. OK, not too bad. But now it's 630. This class ends at 730, mind you. So, you know, they just kept teasing me along the way because they knew that I wanted to go first and then I was bummed. And now it's just getting even longer and longer, you know, for my group to present. So to make it even worse, she's like, so sorry, Jessica, but we're going to take a 10 minute break. Everyone come back here at 640 and we'll have the last group present. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, So that was a little like, oh, you know, like just getting answers. I just wanted to get it over with. So when our presentation started. I made a joke about like, um, you know, being one of the late sessions and all that kind of. But I, I actually have the audio recording because um, she records the Zoom. So I'm just going to show you or um, have you listen in on my introduction for that. Hi, everyone. Thank you for sticking around for the late sessions of the conference. I know during a break, everyone likes to sneak off to the Pauhana bar with their free drink tickets. So I appreciate you being here. It's a lot more people than I expected. So thank you again for your time. Um, welcome to our presentation. This is TikTok Boom, social software as tools for learning. <laughs> now, as you can tell, or no, sorry, as what you can't tell is everyone is on mute. But I can assure you that everyone was LOLing <laughs> on their screen while I was saying that, you know. So I think um, my professor made a comment like, oh, Jessica, you really kind of think on your feet on that. Because obviously the joke I made, I had no idea, you know, that we would be going last. So it wasn't something like completely prepared. But in my head, I was like, well, I was thinking about that throughout the hour and a half <laughs> that I had time <laughs> to think about waiting for my turn, you know, but you know, to me, it was just to kind of make light of it. Like you said, I, I think we can always get nervous of presentations. I'm honestly like love giving presentations, but I would be lying if I didn't say I didn't have like that a, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of that butterflies in your stomach. I think it's not more of nervousness, but it's more of excitement or just getting antsy. Like, I just want to go already. Let's just do this. Let's just do this. You know, so it was more of that. But that was really fun to enjoy. However, we we had to switch gears real fast and only had 15 minutes because our presentation yeah, started at 640 and ended at 715 and we had 15 minutes left to learn and understand what our assignments are going to be for the next two weeks because we're going asynchronous um, next week. So to learn something in 15 minutes, something brand new, um, that's kind of bullshit. So I'm struggling. I've been struggling the last half of this week, just comprehending and understanding how to do it. It's basically um, the first step of a literature review which is synthesizing the ideas and thoughts of authors, you know, before you that have studied in a similar area. So we don't want to use direct quotes so much unless it's so unique and so significant that that's when you use a direct quote. Otherwise, you want to paraphrase and then synthesize um, what these authors are saying um, in terms to support your idea and then support your research you're going to present. 
that has been the hardest thing in the world. And when I was talking with the other GA, just sort of mentioning it to her, because this was before class, she was like, yeah, like synthesizing and the literature review is probably the hardest or hardest in terms of like the most daunting task that you would have to do as part of your dissertation, because it's just, you know, a lot of research, a lot of reading. I think the actual research itself, um, analysis, discussion and conclusion are are easier because they're yours with literature review. This is not yours. This you're 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 trying to paraphrase other people's work without plagiarizing and with keeping quotes to a minimum. And, you know, how do you do that? And I think the idea sounded easy. But when I what I've been learning so far in my research is they articulate themselves so well that I don't know how to say it any better or differently without changing the meaning or tone of the idea that they're presenting. So it's been very, very difficult this weekend and it's not helping with, you know, um, my headaches, my stress and like these floaters in my eyes that I keep happening, keep having. So it's, it's tough, but I will give you an update uh, next week. Hopefully, I, I just really hope I can get over this hump because it's it's not something that's going away. It's something that's going to be a thorn on my side and something I'm just going to have to deal with head on because that this is this is one third of your paper. You know, they say that literature review is like your first 30 pages and usually your dissertation is about 100 pages. So, I mean, that's a good chunk. That's a really good chunk of your dissertation so yeah you can't you can't sleep on it for sure but anyway that's my week so far and I'm just really glad I get a break on both my classes next week or this week rather um I don't know how, if it just kind of worked out with the with the school but both my classes are asynchronous this week that doesn't mean that the work is getting lighter i think it just means it's just kind of nice to not have a scheduled um meeting to have to go to on wednesday um and tomorrow monday we'll see how that works out but i welcome the opportunity to not log into class even though i do have a group meeting during that time but like i said at least it's not like you don't have to really be on it you know since um class is not going to be in session so i will give you an update in the next episode thanks everyone see you later